peace, love, and light. You are listening to episode five of Conversations with the Bald Head Queen. I'm Mina Bruton, and I'm excited to share with you all a conversation I recently had with City Council member Aaron Rouse from the Virginia Beach City Council as we discuss our individual responsibility and being the change that we want to see in our communities. Yeah, well, thank you for, for having me, first of all. Um, you know, I come from here, I'm from this area. I'm originally from Norfolk, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved down to Virginia Beach around fifth grade, sixth grade year. And so um, for me, I think I always wanted to give back. I always gave back, whether, you know, as a star high school athlete and a college athlete, I always made time to try to come back and inspire the next generation. Where mm-hmm. after my career in the, in the National Football League, um, due to early retirement, I got an opportunity to go to Richmond. And I got an opportunity to go to Richmond with my godfather, James Church. Um, it was lobbying day up there for auto dealers throughout Virginia. And uh, he asked me to come tag along and said I would, uh, this, this former, you know, Virginia Tech football player, NFL player, it would help them out a lot, um, right. make some, some new friends up there. And so, you know, my initial reaction was, I don't want to go to Richmond. You know, like there's... Oh, oh, you know, Capitol Hill and meet yeah. these men and women. Like, I, I don't want to do that. It doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad I did take the opportunity because it changed my, it, it widened my view on, on how to make more of an impact, you know, instead of just coming home, giving away book bags or giving away turkeys around Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, I actually get to have a say-so um, within the government to actually help allocate resources to take care of education, to help find those jobs, um, mm-hmm. to help make sure that the neighborhoods are, are well when it comes to the community, um, giving them a voice that they, they've they never had. And so it just so happens that, again, um, football opened those doors for me mm-hmm. and I took advantage of it. You know, I, I learned from men and women on both sides of the aisle, you know, I didn't get into the to the D's and R's. It was right. who are you, sir, or ma'am, and what do you know, and how can I learn? Right. And so for over three years, I just constantly traveled from Virginia Beach to Richmond. Didn't have a job, didn't have a title. <laughs> it was just an open invitation. I always come back that I, I fully took advantage of. That is good. That's good. And that's a huge opportunity that you were available, uh, excuse me, that you were able to take advantage of. And of course, not everyone has the insider, you know, track to um, to our nation, well, excuse me, our state's capital or even into the in uh, the inroads of their local government. And so for the common individual, what is it? How do you inspire others to recognize the power that they have to play a part in in their own community, whether it's here out in Western Branch uh, in Chesapeake or up in Richmond, it, for those who may want to go big, yeah? Right, I, I think, um, you know, we talk about this election and, and this election is, you know, the stakes are so high um, this year, um, but and that's no matter what side of the aisle you stand on. But I think one thing we forget as Americans is that, uh, you know, the stakes have always been high mm-hmm. when it comes to voting and, and, and making sure we can put those men and women in office who have integrity, who hold values, who want to live up to those American ideals to kind of help uh, America live up to those ideas. Now, you know, as African-American, um, you know, male and one of the first 
four, one of only four council members ever to be uh, elected in the city of Virginia Beach, you know, that comes with a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so you think about the history that came before me for those who marched in the civil rights and the voting rights. Um, you think about the, the, the history that Virginia has, their first slaves landed here, um, here in Virginia. You, talk, you think about all the responsibilities of, of those who come before you to earn that right for you to vote. Right. Um, as, as well as the men and women who fight today to ensure mm -hmm. that that right to vote, your right to vote. And so um, I think one thing that we have continuously, I think recently have begun to get wrong is that we, we are forgetting that the differences that we have makes, is what makes America so great. Yes. Um, you know, the Absolutely. polarization, um, again, that's taken us off the pathway because we're no longer hearing each other. We're no longer communicating effectively to where we can actually um, build and sustain America uh, going forward. And so, you know, one thing we have to get back to is recognizing um, our humanity, you know, recognizing that whether you are D or R, you're black or white or Asian or, or what have you, you are a human being Absolutely. and you have a voice. And those true words that were spoken some hundred odd years ago, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, that's you. You have that right. And to assure that right, you must vote. And so I always keep that in mind. And, and someone always asks me, how can I be more, have a more integral part in my community? Mm -hmm. I say, well, first of all, you treat your neighbors as you want to be treated, as the good book teaches us. Uh, but also understand what's going around in your community. You know, um, mm -hmm. get out there, get off of social media, actually have a, a real conversation with someone um, and don't let, you know, the, the polarization or the, the, the whatever's trending at that moment. Um, don't take that for actual facts yeah, or right. take that for as a credible source of what's going on um, right. here at the ground level. So. Yeah, that's the surface level, right? What, what we're right. seeing, that's that's really the surface level. And um, I know that I can say that I've, I've always kind of had an interest. I'm one of those people, I'm from Wichita, Kansas originally. Okay. And so, okay. <laughs> and so I remember always looking at my city when I was growing up, like I had these ideas, right? Like, like oh, if they would do this, if we could give teenagers jobs or things to do, it would, you know, cut down on gangbanging. And like, this is the way my, my innocence, I guess, if you will, my innocent mind thought. And then I remember thinking, oh, I'd like to go back and be mayor of Wichita. Like that's the only way I'd move yeah. back, right? As if I became, yeah. like went to make a really big difference, but we really have, you're a council member. And so I think that a lot of people don't really understand what a council member does and, and or the hierarchy, for lack of a better term, um, of the city. And so I think what happens is we think, well, I'm not going to be mayor or I'm not going to be running for governor or I'm not. But there are ways that we can actively participate even here. Right. Um, yes. So what is it, if you could just give a quick breakdown of what you do as a council member, it could, because there may be some people who it, it ignites a little yep. something from school board to shoot polling employees. I mean, I've I even right. signed up right. to do that. Like, let me help. How can I help? Well, I think it's important to understand uh, what form of government you have. Mm -hmm. um, here at Virginia Beach, uh, we have a city council, city manager form of government which really means is that 
the city manager runs our city, but he has be he he responds um, at the leisure of city council. Mm -hmm. And when he has, so we don't have a strong mayor. You know, the mayor doesn't have more authority than I have um, as a as a member of council. We okay. as a collective body, it will take six of us um, to put you know to implement any type of. Um, ordinance or resolution through and it's a super majority in certain in, in, um, in certain circumstances when it comes to you know, I think um, large major major large deals with the city you know that has a, 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 that will deal with a lot of money is in our bylaws um, but when you understand the type of government you, you have it allows you um, to to have more of a profound profound mm -hmm. impact because you know how to 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 play by the rules so to speak um, when you look at local council, local council here Virginia Beach, there's a, a 11 of us. Um, and then we're at the local level. We set uh, tax rates um, here. We set ordinances here. We do zoning um, here. I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that somehow city council um, has authority over the school board. Like we don't, school board is completely separate. separate. City right. council okay. allocates the funds uh, allocate the funds to school board, but school board members are elected as well. They are elected members mm -hmm. um, um, as well. So that's a, that's a major, major, major difference mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to Virginia Beach. But local politics is so important because we have more of a direct impact on our constituents. Um, yes. that's, that's here at this level. Then you go to the state level, and then obviously you go to to the federal level. Right. But right. your council and your 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 mayor, your city manager, those are extremely important positions um, that everyone should vote for every single year. That's really good. That's really good. And I know that um, it's really easy to get overwhelmed with it all. And then, mm -hmm. and in general, I think that people have an in have a difficult time with this there's so much to be done that we're like we get paralyzed right and so we just vote right down the ticket we don't pay it really understand uh, we don't take time to look at uh, but the, the, what's the word i'm looking for your Ballot. sample ballots right yeah. your sample ballots and things to note your point of of the ballot again this is a presidential year yeah and so the ballot extremely long um you have you're voting for president you vote for senate you vote for congress and you vote for local office and that can be a daunting task to understand everybody's platform yeah. who you should vote with who you should vote um who you should not vote for but i think that's a responsibility we have as you know that's americans and, and by the way you know why not utilize social media for something positive for a change right, right. why not you know, get in your group and say hey i'm going to take these three candidates um, at this level and figure out what their platform is. You mm -hmm. take the other three, we come back together, we see what we have, and then we go make our own de um, decisions. I think we have to start thinking differently about how we approach the ballots because mm -hmm. um, particularly also in, in the African-American community, uh, you know, our vote should not be taken for granted. You know, mm -hmm. our vote is, is not necessarily you know, given or one party necessarily has our vote in their back pocket, you know, no, if we're looking for real change, yeah. we don't want just lip service, you know, hold we want assurances right. and hold them to it. And I think that's one of the, the major responsibilities we have when we're electing these candidates. We have to be able to call them out and hold them accountable mm -hmm. because we know their platforms, because we took that time 
and we understood what they were pushing for, what their That's interests it. were. So when it came down to it, if they didn't do something that we, we didn't like or we disagree with that mm -hmm. wasn't in our interest, we yep. say, listen, that's not what you ran on, you know, and, and we're going to put someone else um, vote you out. Yeah. And I think that's where we, we have to get to. I think it also comes down to breaking the mold, how how mm -hmm. we are taught to think about politics. Ah, you know, that's good. If, if it's anything we learned from this current president is that the old mold is, is, is thrown out, you know, it's thrown out. You, 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 it's, done. <laughs> you can complete, it's done. So we have to come up with new ways, right, of, yeah. of, of being informed and also informing um, ah. uh, both what we wish to lead because there's a lot of misinformation in the age of technology. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it, it comes with more responsibility and understanding who someone is and what they stand for. Oh my goodness. This really, it really comes down to, um, we've, we've become quite lazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would say we've become uh, complacent. We, we've thank, gotten. See, this is why I have these conversations so that I learn better language to use. Like y'all lazy. <laughs> I mean, you're complacent. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten complacent. You know, we, yeah. we've, you know, we've taken the, the, we're taking things for granted. We've taken the ability to, to go to, you know, uh, a Walmart and has everything that we need, you know, and and then give second thoughts about it. We take it for granted being able to stop for gas and and, and have that. We, we we've taken the luxury and the freedom we have for America um, for for granted. And so then when it gets taken away from us, mm. you know, a lot of us don't really know how to uh, constructively. Mm -hmm. um, change and make sure we don't lose those freedoms. So we, 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 we yell and we fuss and we argue with each other when in reality, all you have to do is vote and know who you're voting for. Know who you're voting for. Right. Right. How do we encourage young people and young adults and, you know, even grown folks who may be jaded at this point? What do you say to them? Because a lot of people are hurt right now and jaded. They, they are. Um, I think it, it gets back to um, having those real conversation mm -hmm. and uh, confronting the real issues um, that's in front of us. I think um, for a lot of times, particularly in politics, um, you know, so many times people, politicians may tell you what you want to hear to earn your vote and not what mm -hmm. you need to hear. And that's one of the hard things about being, you know, any leader or anyone in a position that people look up to, right, mm -hmm. is is everyone wants to feel great, but you know, there's a certain thing called tough love. I have to tell you, you know, what you need to hear in order for you to be great, in order for you to be better. And so, but I think that it, it comes with humility. It comes with decency. It comes with affording everybody that benefit of the doubt that, Hey, like you, you, you may, your reputation may precede you and it may not be the, the worst, worst thing ever, yeah. but I'm going to get to know you, right. I'm going to get to know you and I want to help you overcome that challenge or that adversity. Mm -hmm. And just like now, our society is, is facing great challenges with COVID and, um, and you know, everyone housing and healthcare, uh, everything surrounded by this, this terrible pandemic, but you gotta look at the upside. This is a, this is a, a, a really tough challenge for us. Mm -hmm. We can evolve to something greater. Yeah. And the way we do that is by talking and reaching together, sticking together right. and right. understanding everyone's plight is not the same but that doesn't mean I get to undermine what you're going through that's in order you get to undermine what I'm going through, that's you know? So that's that, that human decency mm -hmm. um, and that empathy. I think we need that's missing mm -hmm. in a country 
that um, that has trillions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for my and I'm gonna get get biblical on you, uh, but you know, I it's I was I was taught and raised that look, money is the root of all evil. You know, mm-hmm. well, in order to get rid of that evil or, or overcome the evil, you need more love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need more love. Love for a person, so, not for the love of money. Not for love of money. And I think a lot of decisions, you know, governments make and businesses make, it be for, it's profit driven and not human driven. And so mm-hmm. I think we have to get back to what's best for our, our fellow man in this society. And that's the only way we'll, we'll be able to live up to those ideals of America. That's really good. That's really good. And it, and, and you know what, and that seems like a big, a big uh, line to toe, right? But it really is simple. It really is that simple. And if I know that my, my goal in life and all that I do is to be light in the world, right? Is to either expose a thing, uh, lead the way down a path or just provide a safe space, like warmth, you know, and, and be light in that way. But um we all have that humility and those relationships are really the thing that will uh, provide the opportunity to do the, uh, to be the light in people's, when they, you know, and that could be from the, the closest relationships down to even having this conversation and getting to know you as an individual. Uh, and, and that helps me to see you beyond a D or R, right? Mm-hmm. And seeing your heart as an individual. So- right. I'll be able to holler at my people in Virginia Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this. I know this guy, right? (laughs) (laughs) But it's good. It's really good. The the poet Jericho Brown just recently. I was listening to re-listening to a um an an interview that he did, and he was saying that you know his goal is not to. You can look. You can you can get to know people, and again, that surface stuff. You can tell whether they're D or R. But he's like, I want to know whether the person you know has lost their mother, like I have, or if the person has uh, dealt with cancer the same way someone you know a family member has, or things like that. And these are really the things that will help to make individuals that we encounter make our council members. Not that we know the need to know all the things, but <laughs> all the people's business. No, but it is those things that will help make people more human. And again, that goes back to then the ability to, okay, is this somebody that I can work with or are they only focused on, you know, their bottom line? Right. I think also, and and I think we need to understand too, is is nobody's perfect. You know, Mm -hmm. the way we, we, our government can solve every issue. Yeah. Um, that's at every single level. Um, you know, no candidate is perfect. You won't be able to check every box on the candidate. Um, our society isn't perfect. Um, but but what needs to be perfect is our effort to try. You that's know, we, we must never fail on each other to try to bring us each other together. And I mm-hmm. think that's something that we have we have gotten away from of mm-hmm. trying to understand each other, being slow to anger. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we have to do that. Well, I, I know we have to get back to that. Yeah, absolutely. That's really good. I won't keep you a whole lot longer. This is because I could go back and forth about all of this forever. Um, I, you speak in my language. Grace is truly 
part of everything that I do. And I honestly believe that grace provides us the opportunity to apply the things that we've learned. And so if we're not giving people for canceling folks <laughs> before right. they get a chance to apply the, the new thing, then right. that doesn't do us any good. It doesn't do right. us any good. And I'm actually hosting a show called Anti-Cancel Culture because we are really trying to get people outside of that. There are some people who need to be held, held accountable, of course, but there's a, yeah, there's a difference between holding people account, accountable and uh, um, um, throwing them away. Right. Throwing them right. away. You're exactly right. I think, um, you know, my, my athletic background is, is one that has helped me not being able, like, you can't throw any, anybody away. You know, you, yeah. you've been in some tough games where your teammate just might be having the worst game in his life. You can't just be like, man, we're kicking you all the team. We're done with you. No, you have to work through those issues, yeah. right? And you have to be able to work through those issues because you realize we are all on the same team. Absolutely. Like, this is the same team. And mm -hmm. that's why I think rehabilitating um, our, 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 our inmates and those who get out of prison is so important yes. for numerous ways, you know, for, for one, they don't become dependent on the state. Yeah. Um, and for two, you help them get more, um, dependency in themselves to depend on themselves more to help them go out there and get a job to sustain themselves, but also to get back into society, right? To be able to vote, to be able to use their voice. Um, and this will help deter a lot of deviant behaviors or mm. those who uh, tend to always end up back in prison. Um, so uh, again, we need to be a, uh, a forgiving society, mm. um, but one that holds people accountable, mm -hmm. but we need to be a, a forgiving society. That is so good. And I'm really glad that you brought up that point because I am of the thought that uh, people who are even are even felons and people who have had these issues should have their, their right to vote reinstated. Like the idea that we have taken that simple, that one thing away, we're setting them up to not be able to uh, play an active role in the rebuilding of these systems that they're a part of. And that gets back to the beauty of our country. I mean, yeah. in reality, you you have the right to vote for whoever you want to vote for. Yeah. You know, when did we start, <laughs> you know, when did we start being so inflamed and so upset yeah. with each other that we can't even talk to each other or we yeah. wish the worst things upon each other? It's like, mm. my God, we are all human beings on yeah. this one little blue planet in the yeah. middle of the cosmos, you know, uh, and we have actually no idea what's coming or when it's coming or what, but yeah, yeah. I do know, um, I, I do know God says he like a thief in the night in the blink of an eye. So we better be ready. <laughs> See, I'm trying to at least do my part and do right. Right. And I think right. that, that I think that education and, uh, again, education relationship, these are all things, <clears throat> excuse me, that will help all of us from, the councilman to uh, you know somebody who is simply going to their city council meetings, who's just learning that you can even sit in and in this and determine or excuse me and witness what people are discussing. So that even if you're not active, you're just aware. There's so much information. And uh, what was how does the quote go? I've seen it in the parking garages in downtown Norfolk. It says. Uh, uh, down on Granby, it says we are drowning in information, but but thirsting for knowledge. Mm. 
That's a good one. Yeah, it's good, yeah, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a late night, a late night quote <laughs> in downtown Norfolk, but it's there. Um, I really thank you for your time again and again and again. Um, is there anything else that you would like to make sure that you leave listeners with as it pertains to um, their civic responsibility? First of all, say thank you for having me again. This has been a, a great conversation. Um, uh, uh, so I thank you for that. The last thing I will leave your viewers with is to make sure you vote. Make, make sure you vote. Um, make sure um, that you're informed enough on who you are voting for. Um, just don't rely on social media. Don't rely on, on TV commercials. Actually put in some homework and understand who you are voting for. Um, but above all else, remember that we are all human beings. We are all, um, we all bleed the color red. And so um, re remember, um, you know, it's, it's, it's what have you done for your, your, your fellow man? So I, I think start, we start thinking in that aspect, in that line, I think we'll, we'll, we're gonna be okay. So. That's really good. You've been listening to Conversations with the Baldhead Queen. I thank you for listening and do hope that you will take the time to rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. As always, I invite you to share and you can always find this and more at webethelight.com.